this week, let's say the last two weeks, in other words, the, the past two Shabbosites, we read the Parshish Truma and Parshish Tetzaveh, where the Torah records in detail, at length, the Mishkon, the Klea Mishkon, the Big Day Kohone, as the Rabbeinu Shalom was mitzaveh, Moshe Rabbeinu, to tell the Yidin to make a Mishkon, and the Kalim and the Big Day Kohone. And that goes on into the first third of this week's parasha, Parashat Kisisa. And uh, then we have Parashat Vayakel and Pekudei, where, where uh, the Torah once again repeats all the details of the Mishkan and the Kalem and the Big Day Kohone, as Moshe Rabbeinu is telling it to Klal Yisro. In other words, when Moshe Rabbeinu is Mekayim HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sivui, to tell it to the Yidin, that appears in Parshish Vayakal Pekudah, Vayakal Moshe is Kolad Azbine Yisroel, Vayoyim Aleyim. And over there, uh, we actually come to the point where the Mishkan is put up, the Kalem are created. So, but in between, in between HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sivui to Moshe Rabbeinu, which appears in Parshish Truma and Tetzave and the beginning, beginning of Kisisa, and Moshe Rabbeinu's relaying HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sivui to Klal Yisro, which appears in Parshish Vayakel and Pikudei, and the making of the Mishkan that appears in Vayakel and Pikudei, we have the two-thirds of Parshish Kisisa that deal with... Uh, the Chaita Egel. So how did the Chaita Egel, the story of the Chaita Egel, come between HaKadosh Baruch Hu Tzivui to Moshe to tell Klal Yisrael to make the Mishkan and Moshe's actual telling Klal Yisrael to make the Mishkan? So you know the Ramban, in the beginning of Parshas Vayakel, actually holds that that was the way it happened. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Klal Yisrael to build the Mishkan before the Chet Ha'egel. In other words, either at Matan Torah or the 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu was Bahar following Matan Torah. That's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, but then he came down with the Luchas on Shavasa B'Tamuz, and uh, he broke the Luchas. And then there were 40 days of Tefillah, and then he went back, on Rishchidosh Elul, he went back uh, on to Har Sinai. So during all this time, he didn't tell Klal Yisrael about putting up the Mishkan. And only when he came down with the Lukhoi Shniz on Yom Kippur, so Mokhar that's when he told Klal Yisrael about the Tzivui, which he already heard long before. The Ramban's Loshan in the beginning of Parshish Vayakal is V'yitokha in Shehoyo in other words, the Vayakel was Biyoim Mochras Ridutoi, the day after Yom Kippur. For Omar Lekulam, then he told Klal Yisrael, Inyan Hamishkan Ashenitztava Boy Mitchilo Koydim Shibur Aluchis. And why did he tell it to them now? Kevon Shenisratzel Lohem Akodesh Baruch Hu, Benosan Loy Haluchos Shniyos, Bekoras Imay Bris Chadosho Sheyelei Hashem Bekerba. Hinei chozar lekadmusom, ula ahavas klu loisom, 
וביודוע שתהיה שכינו סוי בסויכום, כי עניין שציווה הוא תחילו. כמו שאומר, ועושו למקדש ושכנתי בסויכום, ולכן ציווה יסמו שאתה בכל מה שנצנה בתחילו. Sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu was hesitant after he saw the Chaito Ego. He wasn't sure that the Shechina will continue to dwell in Klal Yisrael, and therefore he didn't tell them about the Tzivui of HaKomet HaMishkan until he received the second Luchis, and then he knew that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Nisrat Zalohem, and that's why he told them the Tzivui Mokras Yom Kippur. That's Shita Saramban, according to which the Seder of Parshas Trumet Etzave, Kisisa, by Yankel Pekude, is actually the Seder of how it happened. That first, the Rabbani Shalom told Moshe Rabbeinu about the Mishkan, then there was the Chaito Egel, and then Moshe Rabbeinu told Klal Yisrael about the Mishkan. However, Rashi in this week's Parsha uh, disagrees. Rashi on the Pasuk, Lamed Aleph Yud Ches, Vayitein El Moshe Kechaloi Soi Ledaber Itoi, Bahar Sinai, Shnei Luchoi Soedus, Rashi says, Ein Mukhdem Amokha Betoyer. It doesn't appear in, in the Torah in, in its chronological order. Rashi says that the Maisa Eagle happened before Parshas Truma, before the Rabbi Nishalom told Moshe Rabbeinu about the Mishkan. seems to hold, that if Moshe Rabbeinu was told earlier, he would have told them earlier. If we see that Moshe Rabbeinu's tzivui teklal Yisrael was mochras yom ha-kipurim, it must be that on that day, Moshe Rabbeinu was told by the Rabbani Shalom to tell the Jews. But even that according to Rashi, Parshas Truma and Tetzave really belong after Parshas Kisiso, after the Chet Eagle. And after Moshe Rabbeinu came down the second time on Yom Kippur, that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu the tzivui on the Mishkan, and Moshe Rabbeinu immediately said it to Klal Yisroh. One thing, however, is clear, that there's a connection between the Mishkan and the Chet Ha'egel. Because of this connection, Rashi holds that the entire mitzvah of Asuli Mikdash Vishachanti Vishachan was only given by the Rabbeinu Shalom after the Chet Ha'egel. The Ramban, even though he holds that Moshe Rabbeinu was told before the Chet Ha'egel, but actually Moshe Rabbeinu said it to Klal Yisrael only after the Chet Ha'egel. What's the connection between the Mishkan and the Chet Ha'egel? What's the Chet Ha'egel? Obviously, we don't know. Um, we're talking about the Dor, Yoytzei Mitzrayim. Just a few months before, they experienced the miracles of the Esemakis, Kriyas Yamsuf, Ro'aso, Shifcho, Al-Hayam, Masha Loi Ro'o, Yecheskel, Ben Buzi. It was, they witnessed the Maimed Har Sinai, Ato, Horeiso, Lodas, Ki Hashem Hu Ho Eloikim, Ein Oiv Milvadoi. How could it be that such a short time after they uh, make an Egel Hazov, the golden calf, and they say, Eile, Elehecho, Yisro, so it's uh, clear that this is unclear. The, uh, but nevertheless, I mean, we know that the Torah is not a, a book of history. It doesn't just record the ancient history for the, for the, for the sake of information. Torah is miloshen hoiro'o. 
Torah is a lashon of a lesson. So everything in Torah is is there in, in order that we learn a lesson. So there must be a lesson that we can learn from the Chaita Egel, uh, even though we don't understand much about it. But how could we be learning from the Chaita Egel? I mean, what what what, what I mean, the, the, it's true that we're not perfect. We have faults. We have shortcomings. But the Chaita Egel seems very far removed from us, mentally and emotionally. How are we connected with the Chet HaEgel? What are we supposed to learn from the Chet HaEgel? And even more so, the Pasuk says in this week's parasha, Ubiyoyim pokti ufokatati aleyem achatosam. That HaKadosh Baruch is saying that even though now I will not destroy Klal Yisrael, but on a day that I will make an accounting, I will count the Chet HaEgel with the other Chatoim. As Rashi says, Ato shomati yachad. Now I listen to you, Moshe Rabbeinu, and I won't destroy them at once. However, v'tomid, tomid. Always, always, In other words, in every that Klal Yisrael gets, B'meshech, all doirois, there's always a retribution for the Chet HaEgel. Now the Pesach says, in Parashas Kiseitzei, lo yumsu avois al bonim, ubonim lo yumsu al avois. Ish becheto yumos. So children don't die for the sins of their parents. And even though it says in Parashas Yisrael, poikeid avoin avois al bonim, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin that that's only if they're only if the children follow in the ways, in the wicked ways of their parents, then but if not, if they're not so so if in every generation there's a piroin for the Chet it must be that in every generation we're considered oichzin we consider that we're still holding on to the sin of the eagle, but in which way are we holding on to the sin of the eagle? And, and uh, this is something that it's, it's very difficult to understand. So you know that the Gemara says in Shabbos, that at the time of the Chet Eitz Hadas, the world became contaminated, defiled, and afterwards, Kishet, Omdu Yisrael al Har Sinai, That when Yidin stood at Har Sinai to be Mekabal the Torah, that Zuhama was removed. The Pashib Shan the Gemara, that that's the end of the story. Since the Maimed Har Sinai, we got rid of the Zuhama of the Eight Sadas. However, in the Zoyer, in several places, it says that even though Yisrael Shomdu al Har Sinai but nevertheless, when they did the Chaito Egel, they brought back part of that Zuhamo. Mixas Oisa Zuhamo. So that obviously tells us that there's a similarity between the Chaita Egel and the Chait Eitz Hadas. They're similar in some way, and therefore, the uh, the 
Chaita Egel brings back the Zuhama of the Eitz Hadas. So in what way are they similar, besides the fact that these are two great sins that we have very little understanding of? But in what way are they similar? You know, Chava was seduced by the idea of the Hayisem Ke'elohim. According to most Mepharshim, the Hayisem Ke'elohim means we should be like angels. We should be like Malachim. What's so terrible about wanting to be a Malach? It's a, it's a worthy aspiration. I mean, it's a, it's a quest for, for greatness. What, 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 what could be wrong with that? In the parish of Tzitzis, we say, Laman Tizkiru Vasisem is called Mitzvoisoi Vihigisem Kedoshim Leiloi Kechem. The Targum Yonis in Benazil says, Vitehevoin Kadishin Heikim Malachayo Dimishamshin Kodom Hashem Aloi Kochen. We should be holy as angels. So, obviously, we should be striving for that madrega of being angels. That's really uh, what we're heading for. So, what's how how did it happen that through this want of the heisem keelohim? I mean, that was the 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 beginning of the that that was the downfall of humankind. Why was it that the nochosh? was the one that was Mafate Chava with the Pitui of Egisim Kelekim. And how was this Pitui Goyrim such a Nefila and such a Yerid? The Etzim, it would seem like the, the root of the problem is in the Nochash himself. The Nochash didn't want to be a Nochash. The Nochash wanted to be human. Chava says, Hanochash Hishiani. Hishiani is a lotion of deception. But Chazal darshan it also in, 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 as if it would say with a sin, hisiani, in the sense of nisuin, a marriage. He wanted Chava, we don't understand what that means, he wanted Chava as a, as a mate. So the Gemara says, Hanochosh hisiani. And in this context, the Gemara says in Soiter, Daftes, Kol hanoisein einov, b'masha shaloi. Somebody who wants what isn't, he doesn't deserve that, that he isn't worthy for that, that, that doesn't belong to him. He doesn't get what he's asking for. What he already has is taken away from him. What he already had, they took away. I said that the snake should be the king of all behemoths and chayes. However, now that he wanted to be human, he compared himself to Chava. Now, he'll be cursed, he'll be less than all the behemoths and all the chayes. He should walk erect. So the Nochosh wasn't content with being a Nochosh. He didn't want to be what he is. He wanted to be something else. He wanted to be what he isn't. He compared himself to humans. And that's why Kishabor Nochosh Al Chavo Hitel Zuhamo. This is the, the poison 
of wanting to be something and somebody that you aren't. She, Chava no longer wants to be what she is. Now it's, she wants to be an angel. Just like the Nochash wants to be human, Chava wants to be an angel. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, the Amri Inchi, people say, a camel that that wants to uh, acquire horns. Udne, the the ears that it does have become cut off. In other words, when one wants to be what he isn't, he loses the appreciation for what he is. And therefore, if you don't appreciate what you have, you lost it. Because a person's connection with what he has is based on his appreciation and his understanding. And therefore, the gamle, the ozel, the miboye, le kane, utna, the haven, le gzizamine. So it's true that vehayisem keelohim, to be like angels, that's the ultimate destination. That's the long term goal. But we're talking about a process, a long, <laughs> a long process. We're talking about a journey. The pitui, the seduction of Eisim Kelikim, Kelikim, is really is about becoming an angel here and now, a quick fix, and therefore it's about escaping, escaping being what you are. It's about escaping from dealing with the challenges of where and what you are. In truth, there's no escape from being human. Adarabe. That's really the Kavana El Yoyna. That's the mission. Says the Rebbe, humanly sacred, you shall be. There are no shortcuts. It's it's the long, it's the long road that that we take in order to perfect ourselves slowly, step by step. That's the Rotzen of the Rabbi Nishalila. And a person has to value his unique qualities. As a human, only if he values his unique qualities and he accepts himself as what he is, only then can he fulfill the godly mission. When a person doesn't accept himself, he can't commit to the journey and he loses everything. He's not going to become an angel, but he's going to become subhuman. I mean, the Udni, the Havoin lay, Gzizon mine. Shloim HaMelech says in Kaheles, Mike Hechochom, Umioidea Peshe Dovor, Chochmas Odom Toir Ponov, Voiz Ponov Yeshune, who is like a wise man who knows what things mean. A man's wisdom lights up his face, and the boldness in his face. Is transformed. What does that mean? Is that positive? Is that negative? So the Medrash says, Adamarishan was full of wisdom. Who knows the meaning of things? He named all the behemoths and all the chayas. That's called a Yoidea Pesher Dover. Chochmas Odom Toir Ponov. 
Mishlokish B'Shem Reb Shimon B'Menasiyah, Tapuach HaKevoy Shalodom Arishin, his heel, what, uh, it made the, the light of the sun pale. I mean, Make Galgul Chama, who clustered Ponov like Hoshikin. So his face radiated. So what happened? V'oiz Ponov Yeshune. Zog the Medrash, B'Shosha Omar. Ho'isho Hashem Osato Imodi. When he said, oh, it's the woman that you gave me, she, she, he says to the Rabbi Shalom, she gave me from the Eitz Adas, Afa Kodesh Baruch Hu changed his face. It lost its beauty. Utorodoi and he kicked him out of Ganeiden. So from this Medrash, it seems that Adam Arishan lost his place in Ganeiden. He lost his Madrega, not because he ate from the Eitz Adas, but because of the statement, Bechore, I mean, this goes against Pashib Pshat in, uh, in Chumash. Yeah, the, the Pashib Pshat in Chumash is that he was, uh, he lost his Madrega because of the Chet Eitzadas. It must be. But Avada or the Mauritian lost his Madrega because of the Chet Eitzadas. However, if he wouldn't have said, imodi, he could have still returned to his original Madrega. In other words, this statement was the Makkabapatish. It was the final nail in the coffin of Adam Harishan's Madrega. In other words, the, this, the, this is what made that fall final. This brought him to a point of no return. The Amir of Isha Asher Nasato Imodi. Now, and that's why Bishosha Omar. So why and how is this statement? Why does this statement finish off the hate of the Eitzadas? Why? So you know, on the words Ha'isha Asher Nasato Imodi, Rashi says, "Can kafar betoyva." This was a kfira betoyva. Because you know, Matzah Isha, Matzah Toiv. Hashorui Beloy Isha, Zog the Gemara, Shorui Beloy Toiva. The Isha takes him out of being Loy Toiv, Hayoi Sodom Levadoi. So when he's blaming her and he says it happened because of the Isha, Hashem, or Satoi Modi, he's being Koifer in Akadish Borghus Toiva. And this is really a, a, a being contrasted with the fact that he gave names to all the behemoths and all the chayas. In other words, he defined everything. He defined everyone. But he doesn't, he doesn't understand the true meaning and significance of the Isha, Asher Nasato Imodi. And that's why he lost his madrega. Why is this the Makib Apatish of the Chet Eitz Because why is a person seduced by the idea of Ha'isim Ke'elohim? Only because he doesn't value the, the, his unique qualities. That's the kvira betoiva that a person doesn't understand his greatness. He's kaifer betoiva. And he's kaifer betoiva. He's not makir in the toiv that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him in creating him as a human being. And therefore he wants to be something and somebody else. So it's, it's true that loy toiv hayoy sa'adam levadoi. But if you want to be Kelohim, if you want to be an angel, you don't need an Ezekiel. So if 
if he wants to be Kelohim, that is the Isha Shenisati Imadi is just a nuisance. And 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 when a person is lacking self-esteem, he can't value relationships. If someone is uncomfortable under his own skin, he isn't capable of having a relationship with a significant other. So that the kfira betoiva in the statement of Haisha Hashem Asata Imodi is the Makabapatish, the last stage in the Behayisem Kelohim syndrome. Yeah, this is the Zuhamo of the Eitzadas. Noisein Einov, Bema She'enoi Shaloi. Wanting to be something else, not accepting yourself, and not being Makir, recognizing the Toivah of being who you are. Yisrael Sho'om Duel Har Sinai, Posko Zuhamoso. How's that? Because it doesn't say Yisrael Shekiblu Asatoire, Posko Zuhamoso, it says Yisrael Sho'om Duel Har Sinai, and the Abu Draham in his Pirish to the Agodesh of Pesach says that even before they received the Torah, as soon as they were on Duel Har Sinai and they were ready to receive the Torah, they were ready to take upon themselves the Torah, Posko Zuhamoso. Because it's the readiness to be makabal the Torah that removes that zuhama. And that we understand because, you know, the Malachi Ashuris, they said, They said, Who is frail man, Kisis Kerenu, that you remember him? Uben Adam, a son of mortals, Ki Sifkedenu, that should be uh, accounted for. And uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe Rabbeinu to answer them. And as we say, because that answer has to come from man. If man doesn't understand his unique qualities and why he's worthy, he, he, nobody can give that answer for him, even the Rabbeinu Shalom. And therefore the Rabbeinu Shalom, even though he was asked by the Malachim, he says to Moshe Rabbeinu, and even when Moshe Rabbeinu says, but nevertheless, you have to give the answer. And he says, what does it say in the Torah? Do you have parents? Do you have a Yetzirah? So the Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that the divine mission can be carried out only through humans. And not through angels. And that's how Klal Yisrael were Har Sinai. They were willing to take upon themselves the, 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 the responsibility to carry out the divine mission because they understood that only they are, are, are the ones that, that can do so. And not the Malachi Ashuras. Their claim to the Torah is based on their understanding that they have what it takes to do it. And Mimela, this is the removal of the Zuhama of Behayisem Ke'eloyim. Now they no longer want to be angels. They understand that Dafka humans get the Torah. And therefore, Yisrael Sha'omdu al-Arsinai, Posko Zuhamosa. Posko Zuhamosa. Now, um, the, 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 um, so what happened? They understood this. So how did it come back? Right? Moshe delayed. He, he was delayed in his descent from the mountain. Yes, yeah, so, so 
So the Ramban is marich that we're not talking over here about Elohim in the sense of uh, God, in the sense of Avodah He says they knew that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't Elohim. They knew that he was a representative of the Rabbeinu Shalom. So why, if Moshe Rabbeinu disappeared, would they want to make an Avodah so he says, really, they just wanted a leader. They, 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 they felt that they can create a Egel Hazov, which will be empowered with divine powers, which will have angelic koshes. Aselo Elohim, according to the Ramban, means create for us an angel to lead us. So if they were looking just for a leader, why didn't they ask Aaron to become the leader? He was the second in command as it is. He was a worthy candidate. Moshe Rabbeinu led them. He wasn't a Malach. So let Aaron lead them. Why do they now need a Malach? So the key is in the Pasuk. It says, Right? The problem wasn't with the individual Moshe. It was with Moshe Ha'ish. They were disappointed in human leadership. They figured we can no longer rely on an Ish because, you know, today he's here, tomorrow he's gone. I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu's disappearance undermined their confidence in human leadership. And therefore, they wanted angelic leadership. And with that, they went back to the Mistake of the Hayisem Kelohim, they fell into the trap of feeling we're nothings, we're nobodies. By Kriyas Yamsuf, it says, by Aminu What does it mean they believed in a human, in a boss of a dom, by Aminu Bashem, Ubamosha Avdoi, Ribzodik, Akoyan says in the Tzidkis Atzadik. And I'll read you his lashon because it's really profound. He says, Just like a person needs to believe in Hashem, so he needs afterwards to believe in himself. Right? So, what does it mean to believe in myself? Don't feel insignificant. Don't feel inconsequential. Realize that you are eternal. This is the meaning of the Moshe, Who's Moshe? Moshe is not the individual Moshe. So believing in Moshe means believing in ourselves, because Moshe is just the klolos, is incorporates, embodies, personifies the entire klal Yisrael. So believing in Moshe means believing in ourselves. So this was the preparation for the Kabbalah, the understanding that we are significant. But when they lost their trust, they lost their their confidence in their Moshe Ha'ish, 
and they wanted make us an angel, they went back to the Zuhamo of the Heisem Keloyim. After the Chet Egel, it says, Ki loy ela bekir b'cho, ki am kishay oiref ato, pen acholcho baderech. So you know, the... So it says, Vayishmahom, esadobo harazeh, vayisabolu. They became uh, grief-stricken. Veloy shosu ish edyoy olav. No one donned his jewelry. I'm clear what jewelry we're talking about, but it says, ish nobody donned his jewelry. Now, the next Pesach says, I mean, the next Pesach really says, no, the next Pesach says, Now remove your jewelry from yourself. They, they didn't put it on. Why would the Pusik say to take it off? And the next Pusik says, that the Bnei Yisrael was stripped of the jewelry from Harchorev. So the question is that the first Pusik says, So what are the next Pusikim talking about? Because I'll say that this jewelry is the crowns that we received when we said Nasev and Ishma. So what does it mean? I mean, the, the crowns, the spiritual crowns that we receive for Nasa Venishma doesn't seem like something that you have to put on. So what does it mean? So it's brought from the Chayzim Lublin that he says that the Pasik, the first Pasik that says, they became grief-stricken. Should be understood in the sense of Veloishos Liboy Gam Lazois. Says by Paroi, he didn't pay attention. He didn't take, he didn't take it to heart. Veloishos Liboy Gam Lazois. He didn't take to heart the Moifis, the Ois. And so also over here it means Veloishosu Ish Edyoy Olaf means the people didn't take to heart that they still have the Ed Yoyolov. They went into such an evil. They went into such mourning after they realized what they messed up with the Chet Eagle, that they no longer realized that they still have the crowns of Matan Torah. Says the Chayzim Ulublin, if they would have been conscious of the fact that still, they still have those crowns, they could have come back to the original Madrega. They could have corrected the Chayta What happened was they didn't realize. They thought they lost it all. Because they thought they lost it all, they actually lost it all. Because if you don't know what you have, if you don't know what you, what you, that you're carrying a crown, you lose it. And that's the And that's the So you see that it's the same story. The Chei the was really the lack of understanding that you don't need a Seilonu Elohim, that a human can lead us because that we have the divine spark and we have the potential to carry out and we have 
uh, an eternal part of ourselves. And Mimela, when the the Cheto Ego, which 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 which, which took us back to the the Hayisem Kelohim of the Cheto Eitzadas, brought back the Zuamo. If we would have still realized after the Cheto Ego that we still have those crowns, we would have been Shosuish Ed Yoyolov. We could have come back. But we didn't realize that we have those crowns. It was Velaishas we shed Yehovah. And the Mela, we fell to the, to the, we fell into the trap of not recognizing our greatness and our abilities. Now, according to Rashi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu about the Mishkan after the Chet Ego. According to the Ramban, Moshe Rabbeinu taught Klal Yisrael after the Chet Ego. Because the Mishkan is really an antidote to the Cheta Egel. In the Mishkan, we learn that closeness to Hashem is not accomplished by escaping ourselves. The Vashachanti is Besoy Chom. Besoy Chom Echot Vechot. And it's achieved through small sacrifices, daily sacrifices. In the Mishkan, we learn that failure is part of a spiritual life. It needs to be, and it can be dealt with. Mistakes can be corrected. For every shgogo, there's a carbon. What's the Mishkan about? The Shechanti B'Soicham is having the ability to rise after a fall. Every time a Yid makes a mistake, he comes to the Mishkan and he makes a sacrifice. And that's how he maintains and develops a relationship with the Rebbein Shalom. It's not in the realm of it's not in the realm of but rather it's in the real me and you. Rashi says in the beginning of Parshas, why is it called Mishkan Ha'edus? It's a Eidus Yisrael. It's a witness. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu was Michael on the Chet Egel. You know, in Edus we have Edim Levruri and Edim Lekiyumi. I say the Mishkan is Edus Lekiyumi. That the Edus Lekiyumi, just like Edus of Kedushin, the Edim are part of what makes the Kedushin become Kedushin. So also the Mishkan is an Edus that Hakadosh Baruch Hu forgives us for the Chet Egel, but it's Edus Lekiyumi. In other words, the Avodas Hamishkan is part of what is part of the therapy. It's it, it, that 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 heals us, that heals us from the vehayisem keloyim disorder, right? It's the it's that's that's the avis lekiyumi shemochalahem akodesh baruch lachet aegel. Okay, Rabbi.